you are your own worst enemy. I'm pretty sure that is a statement that many people can relate to. I definitely can. At times, I have struggled with events, situations, or people in my life, things that had little to do with me or my relationship to myself, and some of it was very painful for me, but even out of all of that, sometimes I wonder, how does that compare to the ways in which I have treated myself at times, how I've spoken to myself, how I've put myself down, the pressures I've put on myself, all the times I didn't remove myself from harmful situations, how I have asked myself to live up to standards that are not sustainable, how I've treated my mind and my body. I think most of it was not intentional. Maybe I didn't know better, but that doesn't make it any better. And eventually I realized this really has to change. Hi everyone and welcome back to the podcast. I hope that everyone is doing well. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today let's talk about how to stop hating yourself. So as I explained in the intro, I think this experience of treating ourselves in ways that are not very loving and more abusive, let's put it that way if we want to use a stronger word, that is something that everyone can relate to, maybe just different degrees of it. And so today I wanted to share some concepts and reminders that have helped me love myself more. And yeah, I hope you enjoy. I think we often want a quick fix for things and so the same goes for self-love. We look for that one book we read or that one quote we see or that one thing we finally understand and then we will know what it means to love ourselves and then we just get to keep that but I don't really think that's how it works and I'm sure if that would be the case more people would have figured this thing out. I think self-love is really a journey that you have to choose to go on and also one that you have to choose to stay on. I have come to see that the relationship you have with yourself is an actual relationship because same as any other friendship or romantic relationship or family relationship, you are in a relationship with yourself because you are with yourself 24 7 and you cannot leave yourself and so as with any other relationship to keep that going in a healthy and loving way takes a lot of commitment and consistency and care and attention because the same goes for any other relationship but then we walk around abusing ourselves talking to ourselves in horrible ways putting ourselves down where if we would be doing that in any other relationship in our lives we would probably be ashamed of ourselves but then why are we justifying it when it comes to how we treat ourselves you know i think that's a mindset that we should have would i be okay with treating another person the way that i'm treating myself and if the answer is no then there is something not right and so it's really helped me a lot to cultivate this mindset that i am in a relationship with myself an actual relationship and that relationship is the most important relationship i have in my life because it is 
all of me and it is also the base which creates the relationships that I have with other people. And so whatever values I expect myself to bring to the table when it comes to how I treat other people, there is absolutely no excuse that I should be making as to why I do not deserve the same respect and love that I'm giving to other people. The thing is, we all love in different ways, like we all express love a little bit differently. And so because of that, I think the ways in which we would love ourselves more can also be individually different depending on who you are as a person and the same goes for relationships like in relationships and friendships people express to each other that they love each other very differently i think we all feel love a little bit differently and so the same goes for loving yourself it's an individual thing that you will have to figure out for yourself based on what love is for you. I think a great way to at least start to figure out how you can love yourself more is to ask yourself, how do you express to the people in your life that you care for, that you care for them? So whether that is romantic relationships, friendships, family, doesn't matter, just the people that you love, how do you show them that you love them and then even write that all down on a piece of paper then let's say you figure out when you really care for someone you make sure that you are going to nice places with that person and you do nice things you are also making sure that you are regularly checking checking in with that person in terms of how they are doing and you've also decided you will never talk badly about that person to someone else behind their back that's just what you bring to the table but then look in the mirror and ask yourself are you making sure that you are holding yourself up to those same standards when it comes to how you treat yourself. So are you going to nice places by yourself? Are you checking in with yourself in terms of how you are doing regularly? Are you talking badly about yourself to other people? And I think that's a really good place to start. A few years ago, I was doing an online course where we were learning how to love ourselves more and how to improve ourselves and our happiness and all of that. And I remember in the last call to kind of complete that whole journey that we did, we got married to ourselves. And I remember when that happened, my first thought was like, what is this? Like, What are we doing? Why are we getting married to ourselves? But now looking back, that whole thing actually really opened my eyes a lot in, in many different ways because, you know, I think one of the biggest symbolisms of commitment that we make in society or that we attempt to make, let's say, is that we get married to someone else because we are saying, I will love you through sickness and through health and I will not leave your side and I will love you unconditionally. And that's wonderful, but I think that is also a commitment that we should be making to ourselves before anything else. And so in that last group call, we actually all went in being like dressed up really nicely. We had all bought ourselves our own ring. We did the whole celebration like we 
told ourselves all of the things that we would normally say during marriage and then we put that ring on our ring finger and for a couple of months I actually walked around with that ring on my finger and every time I looked down at my hand I remembered that commitment that I had made to myself and I think that's really when my idea of self-love went from oh I should really love myself more to this is a commitment that I have made to myself and there is no turning back because I can get divorced from the person that I'm married to but I cannot divorce myself and so this is actually a really important thing and then from there it's still a journey I mean even a marriage with someone else just because you're married doesn't mean it's going to be perfect like there will be successes and failures and it's still a journey but the promise has been made and if it's taken seriously then that holds a lot of gravity and so yeah I think that's when I really realized that the relationship that I have to myself is as important as the relationships I have to other people because I think that's something that we're often not taught. We are very focused in society on how we manage to show up and how we can show ourselves to other people and also the relationships with the people in our life. But I don't think we're really taught how important the relationship is that we have with ourselves and I think that's why I found it odd in the beginning and I was like why are we doing this why are we getting married to ourselves this is a very weird thing to do I think it comes from that conditioning of not being taught how important the relationship that we have to ourselves really is and not in a self-absorbed way of getting married to yourself but just in a really strong and loving way and so yeah if anyone listening would like to get married to themselves I think it's a really strong statement that you make for yourself like I don't wear that ring anymore but I just always have that like at the back of my head and I also found it cool to do that with other people as well so I don't know grab your friends and get married to yourself and celebrate and you know celebrate that relationship that you have with yourself and how important it really is. Imagine your best friend comes to you full of excitement and shares with you all of the things they want to accomplish for themselves in the next five years. So they want to travel to Greece and buy their own house and start writing their own book. And now they have a plan of action, they are going for it and they're super excited. Now, Imagine you would sit there and you would say to them, no, I really don't think you should do that because I think you are too slow and too unimportant and too dumb and too untalented and too stupid to ever reach any of that. So please don't go for it. That sounds like an awful thing to do. Like that, th that's not something we would do, right? But then why are we doing that to ourselves? killing our dreams and talking to ourselves in that way. I mean, the ways in which I have talked to myself at times and specifically the ways in which I have put down my goals and ambitions for the future, telling myself that I'm not good enough, if I would have ever talk to another person in that way, I would have put my head in the sand and thought I am an 
awful person who should really change their ways and I'm very negative and very pessimistic. But then why are we doing that to ourselves again and again and again? And so I think a big way in which we continuously hurt ourselves is by killing our dreams because we all have dreams and goals and ambitions for the future because without that life would not be very exciting it's a very important part of life it's what keeps us moving forward and i think it's also a very deep part of ourselves because our goals and dreams are based on what we have been through in life and who we are as a person and it's unique to us and so i think it's very sacred in a way but then the ways that we treat our dreams and goals and ambitions it's anything but sacred in many ways because we sit there and we tell ourselves we're not good enough we will never reach that and that we we should stop dreaming because those dreams will only disappoint us in the end and the world will also often tell you that your dreams and goals don't matter and that's just how it is and we see other people doing that to themselves and everyone's doing that to everyone and so you kind of think well if that's how things are then there's nothing wrong with me doing that to myself as well but that's not right because the only person who will really truly fully believe in your dreams is yourself and so you owe that to yourself to not let that go so when I was thinking about this a little bit more I was thinking of three different ways in which we often use our dreams to hurt ourselves and so let's quickly go through those three points. The first point is do not kill your dreams. So make sure that your dreams have space in your life. Daydream, imagine, make vision boards, write lists, just make sure that your dreams are breathing and living and you are not continuously telling yourself that you are not good enough or you will never reach that. Like your dreams have to exist in the first place just put it all out there it doesn't matter how crazy it sounds doesn't matter what other people would think of it and then make sure that that space is sacred and protected so that's not necessarily something that everyone needs to be included in because you don't want other people to come in and kill your dreams but you also make sure that you don't go in that space and continuously kill those dreams like they have to exist and be. Point two is be aware of your belief systems. So everyone always says follow your dreams and I would agree with that but I think something that very often happens is that we start focusing on all of our dreams that are so far away that all our mind can think about in that moment is that is so far away that is too unattainable for me. I will never reach that. And why is my life right now not what I actually want it to be? You're doing one thing right. You're not killing your dreams, but you're also just using your dreams to tell yourself that you are not good enough and you will never get there and that your life actually sucks. And I think that's almost the worst thing to do. Like I would rather live a life where I just kill my goals and dreams and ambitions and I just never look at that rather than knowing and seeing that and continuously using that to tell myself that I will never get that. And so I think the best way to use your dreams to love yourself more rather than hate yourself more is to 
put it all out there in the vision boards and in the lists and in the things you imagine you go full on crazy like you just put it all out there but make sure when it comes to what you use for the next steps in your life you focus mostly on the goals where you know some part of you knows that I can get there but it's very much out of your comfort zone and out of what you think is easy because that's what people say if your dreams don't scare you that means they're not big enough and so it has to go against what you think is easy but at the same time your dreams should motivate you to continue and to see all of the things that you want to experience for yourself in your life and they should not become a way in which you are continuously putting yourself down because if you are only focusing on your dreams that are so far out where all you can think is I will never reach that that's not really very beneficial not because you can't reach that but because that fear and that doubt of just focusing on all of the things that are so far out that's going to make sure that you don't know which next steps you have to take and I think in that way your dreams can just become another extension of self-hatred or self-doubt just in a very sneaky way. And then point three is you have to take action on your dreams. I mean, that's an awful thing to do to yourself, to write all the lists and do all the vision boards and you imagine and you get excited and then you never do anything about it. Like, again, I would rather live a life without any dreams and goals and ambitions than to keep that and then never do anything about it. Because as I was saying in the example in the beginning, let's imagine your friend comes to you and tells you what they want to achieve for their life but I was also saying imagine your friend comes to you with that with a plan of action because if my good friend would come to me and tell me I want to do all of these things with my life but then they're not doing anything to get there I would say you are hurting yourself with that make space for your dreams put it all out there don't kill them at the same time be aware how your mind could potentially subconsciously be using your dreams to just hate yourself more and then also make sure you take action on your dreams because as they say a dream without action will remain as simply a dream that's just how it is There are so many endless ways in which we harm ourselves. I mean, I have experienced this in so many different areas of my life. I could talk about this for another hour or two easily. And so I think what it really comes down to is just awareness and wanting to change. Most of the times where I've treated myself in ways that were really horrific now looking back I think in those moments I didn't really realize what I was doing like I didn't understand the extent of harm that I was causing myself and what I was creating through that because I was just in my own head and I and I got used to that and I didn't know that that was not okay and so I think I only really started to see that that was not right when I started 
talking to people more, whether that was in friendships or in therapy or whatever. But then I would just get mirrored back that the way I'm treating myself is really not right and I should not be normalizing that. But in my own head, it was difficult to see because I just didn't know anything other than that. Because I really do think we have come to a place where we have normalized and accepted a level of self-love that is much, much lower than what we all actually deserve. And so we walk around treating ourselves in ways that are not right, but we don't even realize that that's not okay because it's just become so normal. It's also difficult because in the relationships we have with the people in our lives, there is a feedback system. So let's say I go to my friend and I treat them in great ways and I'm supportive and I'm there for that person. That person will recognize that and potentially say something about it and thank me for my kind and loving ways. And if I no go to that same friend and I start bullying them and I start being inconsistent and I start putting them down, they will also respond to that and say something or potentially even walk out entirely. But in the relationship with ourselves, there is no feedback system because I could be treating myself myself in horrible ways and nobody would ever even notice. And on top of that, it's also difficult because I think the relationship with ourself is kind of friendship and romantic relationship and family all mixed into one. And so it's definitely not an easy thing to figure out. And so I think learning to love yourself can also be a very lonely experience because you're kind of in it by yourself like no one's going to do it for you and the progress is often something that can only really be celebrated by yourself because it's not very visible and so you're just in it by yourself like you are the one who cannot give up on yourself and so I think that's a lonely thing to go through at times but I think figuring that out will also make you a very very strong person. So yeah, that is all I wanted to share for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you have a beautiful morning, evening, night, wherever you are. And I'm very much looking forward to connecting with you in my next episode.